Hello guys, welcome to Share Your Mindset. Tonight I got a special guest with me, he's my personal trainer, Huck. And today we're gonna share the mindset of how to get lean and strong without the confusing nonsense. So if you are interested, stay with us because we're gonna have an amazing time. So welcome, Huck, to the episode. How are you today? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Just like a nice, uh, nice chill Saturday feeling. Man, yeah, I'm really excited buzzing to 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 get to know you a bit more and to try to share with others as well your, your backstory and how you made of uh, now that, that you are in the moment. So please, if you can share with me uh, what is the backstory of Huck, that would be awesome. Okay, so my backstory, uh, I've been a personal trainer for, oh, since the end of 2018, I believe. Wow. I've gone through... Uh, Let's see, this, I'm, I'm currently at my second gym. I started off at a DW, uh, DW Sports in Filton. Really nice place, great crew there, but um, just I, I felt a little bit too suffocated. Like there was, uh, there was a lot of things going on. It was very hard for like me personally, like just from a business point of view, it, it was quite hard to generate the clientele that I wanted. And then I moved to where I currently am, where I currently train you and me in Starks Fitness down in Bristol City Centre. I got into personal training. Well, I've been, I've been into the gym for God knows how long. Uh, probably like 10, 11 years I think I've been training. Really, really love it. Um, I, think, I think it probably came about from me playing rugby. Then... You know, you know when you just see your first little vein appear on your forearm and like a little bit of bicep peeking through, and you get hooked. So that's that's pretty much the backstory. I started off training for rugby, years and years of doing that. Then wanted to take it on as a career, and now here I am. Wow, eleven years so far, and you've been doing some rugby as well on the side, man. That that's really awesome because rugby, I think, is really challenging as well, and you require a lot of strength, right? Um, conditioning, but literally, are you still playing rugby or not anymore? No, no, I I, I very easily injured, unfortunately, and plus mm. I, I lost a little bit of love for it when I was at university uh, in my first year, so I stopped then. So it's probably been about four years or so, four or five years since I last played rugby. Just been focusing on on my training in the gym, building up my strength, my muscle, uh, working on co body composition. Probably not working so much on the conditioning these days, but mainly because I don't need it. But yeah, yeah, don't play it so much anymore. I got a question in regards to, to that. You say university. Uh, where, where do you went to study for? I went to Oxford Brooks, so not not the proper Oxford, unfortunately, but <laughs> still the same city. Uh, great place. Really enjoyed my time there. And where do you study there? Where it was well, there? The, uh, I did sport and exercise science, so it ties oh, wow. in really well with my uh, career choice, which I'm I'm pretty happy that I did it now. Yeah, absolutely, because sport and science as well is something that I want you to ask you about. Um, what is the main things that you learned on that journey of you? studying the subject oh, it, it was quite a wide variety there, there were things that just didn't resonate with me at all so there was things like a, i believe in my first year we touched on cells and metabolism which was a lot more of 
chemistry and the biology of the human body and how uh, well how, how it can be affected through tra training to a degree but it was mainly just laying the, the groundwork there which was really really tough just like went over my head a lot but a lot of it was quite a bit of physiology there was a couple of modules on there which we touched on actually programming which was really fun that that uh hooked me on to uh writing my own programs a little bit better then uh let me just think what else did some biomechanics and some nutrition in in the later years the biomechanics has really helped out uh helps you understand just how what exercises are worth doing in, in a sense and uh works out how to properly adjust certain exercises for your strength profile its strength profile um and yeah yeah just covered, covered quite a lot in in my time there did some business stuff during it as well but that never really came to fruition wow so literally it's understanding the frameworks and the fundamentals as well a bit right um, yeah 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 Man, that's really lovely. And um, regards to the hobbies, well, how do you spend your time usually? Uh, we're trying to get to know you in regards to that other side of you uh, out of the gym. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I'm actually out of the gym. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm normally in the gym. It's been such a big part of my life. But outside of the gym, I love spending time with my girlfriend and my friends. Uh, I do love watching uh, a good movie or a good television series. And, and I'm quite big into not many sports, but the sports that I really enjoy. So I really enjoy rugby and uh, basketball, specifically the NBA. So I love keeping up on top of the news for those sports, just watching the games, watching just rubbish on, on YouTube about them. But I think probably my biggest hobby, which is something I probably need to take a step back from, is just learning about like how to be a better personal trainer, how to build more muscle for myself and my clients how to get leaner again for myself and my clients just something that's always always interested me just a ridiculous amount but because i'm constantly in that realm i probably do need to take half a step back not that i plan to but it might do me a little bit of of good Wow. Yeah, because learning is also a big part of, of what, what you are at the moment, right? That's based on, on you. And that's something that is really interesting because every time that you see Huck, it's like you are sharing a lot of knowledge and it's really, it, it can tell what you are passionate about, which is a learning, but also sharing that knowledge. Something that I want to ask you is as well, is like, what is the meaning for you on, on fitness? If I say to you fitness, what is the, the words and the phrases that come into your head? Well, fitness as a whole is just how healthy you can be from a physical standpoint. So health would obviously encompass a little bit more than just your physical manners being like your mental, your social, uh, emotional. But fitness for me is just how obviously you have the direct meaning of fitness, like from an aerobic looking point of view, where it's like you're really fit, you can run for a long time or you can you have the endurance to do 20 30 reps what whatever that is but for me I, I usually view fitness as just having a good a good like well a physical well-being so you you're fit you're strong you're fast you're mobile you can enjoy life you're not restrained by anything wow i love the meaning 
it's kind of like a limitless person, right? Yeah, yeah. In some way. Mm. <laughs> not like a superhero, but being able to, <laughs> to do your Unfortunately thing. not, no. Yeah, yeah, I wish it was. Man, that would be amazing. But that's really good. That's I think that's one of the meanings because I've been asking to, to so many uh, people about that. But literally that, that answer is like really, really well meaning, meaningful. So something that is really interesting to me is like how you end up being a personal trainer how, how do you decide to make the move and say okay i will become a personal trainer it was maybe like a challenge to you to know better yourself or it was because how, what it was the space the specific situation that makes you say okay i want to be a personal trainer or oh, all right it kind, of, it kind of all fell into place but where i'm currently working now uh, starks fitness my uh, my father, he he does a lot of their maintenance. So he, he's a builder by trade, so he does a lot of their maintenance and and whatnot. So I I used to go in not not to train, but either to help him out. I, I did a couple of things uh, where they held events on the weekends. Got to know some of the guys there. I really really like enjoyed learning from them. Uh, there's there's a couple of the guys like James who owns it, uh, Tommy, uh, Gus. There, there's plenty of guys there. I learned from when I was a little bit younger and it, it lit a little bit of a fire. It, it didn't set me ablaze and, and I didn't want to go straight for it because, you know, when you're like, when I, when I was there, probably like 16, 17 years old, I didn't really, I didn't really realize exactly what I wanted to do. And then I went through university. I kept accumulating more knowledge, more knowledge, more knowledge. And friends would ask me, uh, what can I do in the gym, write this program for me. And I was thinking, okay, yeah, whatever. And then I just thought, why not get the certification? Like I'm currently not doing anything work-wise that, that I, I can vision for the long term. So probably need to start thinking about it. And personal training was just the easiest thing for me to do. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy I've done it. Man, that's really good because I think something that I've been, I think I don't know who said, but literally last week, I think I was listening to another podcast as well. He was saying like, you realize that you are on the right path or that you are uh, doing something good when people are asking you for like, hey, can you do that to me because you're really good at it. And that's where mm -hmm. probably was kind of like in some way. Uh, putting you in that path of you doing personal training and doing fitness. Man, that's so yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> and they they go results with with the training programs that you've been writing for them because they... uh, yeah yeah uh, from from all the uh programs that i had written in the past uh, everyone seemed to enjoy them e even though like if, if i was to look at them the things that i wrote when i was like 17 years old i'd probably I'd probably throw them in the bin because it would have been awful but um for, for the time it was really enjoyable man that that's um, so I'm glad that's done it <laughs> man that's really good now entering to the main message that you are that you are sharing with with your audience is like what is the the approach that that you are sharing at the moment to support others so they can get lean and strong without the nonsense so yes Huck, and now i want to ask you regards to the approach that you are giving to others which is how to get lean and strong without the nonsense and the confusing information that at the moment is so much out there. What, what is the approach that, that you are sharing at the moment? Well, my biggest point to get lean and strong, uh, well, first of all, you're going to need a plan. You're going to need 
a re uh, a fountain and like a resource that you can pull from so as you've done you've got yourself a coach i'm looking to get myself a coach in the in the uh in the future that will be a really good first starting step because then it just it clears up a path because if you're looking to get lean and you're pulling from like five or six different sources you're saying oh this guy says do that this guy says do that this lady all oh, her approaches in this way that I've not tried before and you just keep going back and forth you're going to the journey is never going to be a straight journey anyway like we we all know that as, as trainers but it's just going to make it so much longer because you're not going to be consistent enough with one thing and that's probably that's probably the main thing you've got to string together a a fair few weeks of not only training hard but incorporating that kind of lifestyle so it's, it's not that you have to go absolute balls to the walls just you know low carb low calories two hours on the cardio every day that that stuff's not going to work it's well it will but it, it will it won't last for very long but the um but you just need to be consistent with things that you can manage and that that's probably the most important thing things that you can that you can manage and progress upon and you need to be able to do that consistently and just keep ticking over and over and over like imagine you had a checklist and you wrote on that checklist five five to ten different things okay you had i need to hit i'll, I'll do this for me personally because obviously everyone's different i need to train uh, let's just say I, I train six times a week I need to hit about 200 grams of protein. I need to hit about 4,000 calories. I need to get 10,000 steps in. I need to sleep seven hours. If you can tick as many of these things off every day as possible, and they don't all have to be done every day. You don't need to train every day. You don't have to eat your 200 grams of protein because sometimes life gets in the way. But if you can do it on and over, Okay, so with, with the checklist, you just need to basically find things that you can manage and that aren't going to kill you five, six, seven days a week. And then you just need to keep ticking them off, okay? So make sure you get enough sleep, make sure you're training enough, make sure you're getting your veggies in, enough calories, enough protein. And if you can day to day, week to week, just string together most of these boxes and just keep ticking them off, you'll be really, really, like, you'll be making some really, really good progress. Because that's where people tend to fall off. They'll do four, five, six weeks of, like, a really big blast. And then they'll fall off the wagon for two weeks, undo a load of their progress, and then try and get back on and be there like, ah, nah, it's not going to work. It didn't work last time. Mm -hmm. Because they probably went a little bit too hard. They weren't thinking a bit more method uh, methodically they're, they're just trying and pushing way too hard too fast and they're just not not nailing the basics just not not getting the easy low hanging fruit if that makes sense absolutely and i think that's a, a big thing and that's something that that is going really nice and smoothly to, to the next question is like what do you think that so do you feel and do you think that is one of the biggest thing it is that people like the moment are doing a bit too much in the early stages of their fitness journey that that's the reason why they are on and off of the gym and in their fitness journey 
or is something else that, that you think that is uh, stopping mm. us some ways? A, a lot of the time, people just, I, I, I think I think there's a, oh, that, that's quite a big question. There, there's so many things that, but what do you think that it will be the, the ones that is usually kind of like all the time you, you see on, 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 on us, me as your client as well and others? Like, what do you think that it may be the, the, the ones that you say, hmm, that's one of the, the main reasons that people all the time are on and off from their trainings? A lot of the time it's probably, probably one of the biggest things and the most underrated mm. is going to be stress, just general stress of life. Like, the busier I got SAP, when I first started SAPT and I'm doing like, I don't know, five, six hours a week, life is breezy. Like you're not working too long. You've got other bits and pieces you've got to do, but you can fit your training in, you can fit your meals in, you can get all your sleep in and you're rolling, you're, you're, you're laughing because you're making really good progress. But as soon as your hours start coming up and obviously if you're not a PT and you're actually fully employed, your hours are going to be that it's going to be in a routine but it's going to be a lot of hours that you're working that you can't commit fully to that kind of lifestyle and then you go home you might carry home some stress from work so you might have to work late into the evening you might have an argument with your partner you might have kids like there's so many things that just get in the way of life and once you can take some time for yourself once you can routinely and appropriately manage your time you're going to find things just fall into place a lot easier it's like how we spoke the uh, the other week about just sorting out a timetable and it's just something really nice and easy like that where you can put in all of your hours across the week and then it, it literally opens up a window and you can look and you go oh i've got free time at tuesday 5 30 in the afternoon cool i can try and fit in a training session there and then it doesn't matter then it doesn't need to be a perfect training session if it's something that you struggle say if you keep going from like one week you do three sessions a week and then the next week you'll only do one because you don't have the time you, you have the stress if you can set a routine get your three sessions in they don't need to be the most perfect sessions in the world because it's going to be better than doing one or two when you just not got uh, not got the time the rest of the week so it's the, to answer your question briefly, because I know I like to ramble, it's just sorting out the stress, just pulling things in, focusing on one thing at a time, and then moving on to the next course. Okay. Wow. Yes, that was powerful. I think it's reflecting as well. I'm, and I, I think that sometimes what we are lacking of uh, regards to stress and something that was really helpful what you shared with me last week, it was like, as you said, when you are being, when you're able to see your, your time or the, the usual things that you do, then you're able to to have a better um, open. It's kind of like opening your eyes for for yeah 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 massively. And, and that's literally the stress levels go so lower uh, so fast because then you say okay, as you said, I got time. So I think guys as well, if you're struggling with with a bit of a stress, sometimes it may be just time management. Sometimes it may be. Uh, little things as you just writing down uh, on a paper and trying to find solutions for it and be proactive but i love that one uh, thank you for sharing that one too and something that i want to ask you it is like um so your main tool for you 
uh, to to fit you your meals, your sleep, your training is also the time management um, wise. Is any other tools that you use, especially because as 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 fitness coaches, our times is gonna be variable. It's, nunca, it's never yes. it's gonna be the same. Uh, and I think that we are the best example to say that it's possible. But which uh, tools do you have apart from that that is gonna help you? Not be perfect, but at least aiming to 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 do everything that you need to do during the week. Very cliche answer, but discipline. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there are so many days that I don't want to train that I just go, well, if I don't, then like, what's the point of not training when you've when you've got a goal when you know that you want to achieve something. What is the point of not actually putting in a little bit of work? Something is going to be better than nothing. And that, that's probably, there's, there's only so much you can do. Some, some days you are not going to be able to fit in your training. Some days you're not going to be able to match your meals. And you, and you just got to take that on the chin. Just, it's a lot easier, say, in, if you're a competitor or you're just looking to lose some weight. It's a lot easier when you're not focusing on that kind of stuff. And say you're in an off season as a competitor, or or you're just looking to be in a bulking phase, gaining muscle, gaining phase, whatever you want to call it, that it will be a lot easier just to be there, like oh yeah, I missed I missed here or there, it doesn't matter, there's always tomorrow. As soon as it's like oh I need because you just know that that kind of phase is it just it's going to be slower. You need the patience. You don't have like that time time scale. You're thinking oh I can just keep going keep going keep going oh, i'll make i'll catch up tomorrow as soon as you've got deadlines or you've got a, a goal which is going to take a lot shorter time uh, let's just say you want to get lean for a holiday for example you you need the discipline uh you, you need to not like allow yourself to fall into the bad habits because without it no one's motivated like no one's motivated all the time and you're never going to be. So stop waiting for being motivated and just get on with it, essentially. Easier said than done, because I do I do appreciate that I'm I'm only 25. I don't have kids. I, I'm not paying off a, a mortgage as of yet. So that there are things that need to be done. But if you can, as we discussed earlier, if you can set out a timetable, find out when you have the free space and you've got to make some time if you want something you have to make time for that and once you've made time for it you just got to have the discipline absolutely man that's so powerful eh? that's literally a uh, really really powerful and sometimes it's just the basic things you know something that we already know but we are trying to look for the perfect um, solution or a way to do it but it's just the basic guys so Really good. Thank you for that. Is any challenges at the moment that you're facing right now and um, where it can be your approach? It may be as well same, like you just approaching that challenge with discipline or it is something sometimes. How do you how do you approach challenges? That's a really good question. So my my main challenge, I would say now, is certainly getting on top of my nutrition just because start work, you're leaving the house really early, you're getting home really late, clients are quite sporadic, you've only got an hour here, an hour there. And then if you do have a big enough gap, you're hopefully training in that time because 
you're not going well for me personally i'm not going to be able to get all of my session done in my hour gap so it, it is my biggest challenge is not letting myself slip on on my nutrition which i have done which which i'm trying to make it make a little bit better but but you, you know it's very easy about 100 meters away from my gym is a tesco rather than spending the evening cooking and prepping my lunch for tomorrow i'll just pop down to tesco grab myself a meal deal and enjoy myself which again there's not really anything wrong with that but it's just something that i could be a little bit better with and it's something that for me personally i will start looking at prepping a little bit more food even if it doesn't need to be cooking the whole thing all in once it could be just seasoning some chicken chopping up some chicken ready so i can just chuck it in the pan cook it up carry it on and then and then i could buy meet meet me halfway and just go to tesco get some rice to put in the microwave and then i've got my chicken so i know at least half of it's done by me so it's taking a small approach to just getting a little bit more regimented on the food wise which again is probably something everyone (laughs) feels a little bit and I was trying to think as well about that. Um, literally, that, that's that's an option. Just taking small steps is going to help us a lot to to improve on. Because as you know, guys, and that's something that I, I like as well to say to my clients is like, I go as well my challenges, and we are not perfect. Sometimes they 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 see us as being sorted 100 percent, but we are <laughs> yeah. but we are no, we are still working on, and that's the beauty for about uh, being in fitness. You you never end up uh, being perfect. It's like things that we need to work on but man thank you for sharing that because that's quite humble as well because sometimes we we may just say okay i'm good you know but that that's good and i think that's gonna help us a lot of people understanding that okay it's gonna be things that we need to work on man any book that you would recommend any specific that changed you the, the perception of, of your life mainly um or, i don't know any source as well it doesn't have the, to be a book one book that still resonates with me even now it's probably been a couple of maybe a year since i read it uh, it's called the one thing i got okay. this book from I, I had a online coaching mentor named adam haley brilliant guy and he uh it's, it's probably the book that he harps on most about as well but it's just called the one thing it, it, it's about prioritizing so it's very helpful for managing your uh just managing stress managing over overload with work and whatnot and and just the the biggest message that i got from that book in particular was if you have more than one priority you don't have a priority because your priority is that one thing that needs to be done first and that's what you need to focus on i love it so yes guys reach out for the one thing book and i may you may find the audiobook as well and just wrapping up the the talk which i love and i can talk here for hours because i got so many questions in my head but for the sake of the podcast uh, uh, what is the future for for hack here in the future so what, what you're heading up to uh, I'm, I'm not so sure i would like to potentially compete in a in a bodybuilding show uh not 100% sure if I do bodybuilding or like a physique show or something, but that that's my own personal goal. Just something to be held accountable for because a lot of my training over the years, I've, I've kind of cruised with like in terms of not having that 
end goal. So I, I've just enjoyed the process rather than working really hard towards something. Uh, but business-wise, you know, just continue striving to be better and better, get my clients better results. Uh, who knows where that will lead me in the future? If it's opening up my own place, maybe working with some more brilliant people because that's something I've done this year. I've managed to work and, and learn from some really smart people. And I'd like, I'd like to continue on with that. Absolutely, man. That sounds really good. Hope uh, maybe next year or in a couple of years seeing you in the, on, on stage or doing something else. But I know you will do something about that. Um, but where they can find you, uh, any social medias, uh, Facebook or platforms that, that you would like to share with my audience? So my uh, social media, I believe Facebook and Instagram is the same. It's just Hugh Player PT. So all one word, all underscore, nothing, nothing fancy with it. Uh, yeah. And and if there's in person, if anyone wants to just visually see me, just poke through their nose through the door at Star Fitness and I'll, I'll say hello. Yeah, with a hot chocolate or not? <laughs> if they go in Christmas. You uh, are, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm joking, guys. Okay, you need to bring him a hot chocolate. You like hot chocolate or no? Oh, I love it. I love so, you need chocolate. to bring a hot chocolate if you're around Bristol, guys. But we got a lot of people from here listening to us, uh, also United States and Malta. Um, oh, wow! So, well, if you want to go and have a big trouble to, to make this beautiful person, man. Bring a hot chocolate first. If not, <laughs> but well, guys, thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, hear my personal training, sharing some wisdom, and see you next time, guys, in another episode. Bye. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Remember to rate and share with others. Share your mindset because we are here with a purpose to level up yourself and take you to the next stage. See you later.